Welcome to HSDF the Podcast, a collection of policy discussions on government technology and homeland security brought to you by the Homeland Security and Defense Forum. Today's program is second of a two-part series looking at breaking barriers, women in security navigating career transitions. This discussion was moderated by Patty Cogswell, former TSA administrator, and features Mary Ellen Callahan, Chief of Staff, Office of the Deputy Secretary at the Department of Homeland Security, Kim Hutchinson, Assistant Administrator for Training and Development at TSA, and Tiffany Sargent, Chief Technologist for Cloud and Enterprise at Intel Inc. This program was recorded in conjunction with the HSDF Policy Symposium celebrating women in Homeland Security on March 30th, 2023. was so grateful to when I switched particularly out to private sector of, I'm not kidding, I jokingly say um, the 150 closest friends I talked to, to get advice um, on the transition, how to, how to be able to make it successfully, how to, what to watch out for, what to think through. Um, one, one piece of advice I, I had was absolutely that of, you know, especially when you're talking about leaving for the private sector, the things that in government you didn't realize you could negotiate about. <laughs> uh, so, you know, a very good friend of mine said to me, well, how much of your time do you want to spend writing or speaking like this? And I was like, wait, you mean I get to pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to being in a place where I'm just told. <laughs> right. It has to do with my mission. Ethics has to sign off on it. Uh, it had been a really long time. So, like, so that whole idea of understanding what matters to you what you want to take the opportunity to do, think about how you can negotiate that into the process you do right up front. Similarly, um, thinking about like understanding the salary, understanding the operating environment you're going into, understanding how decisions are made. This applies inside government as well, right? You want to know, hey, I'm going into this cool new startup, but by the way, the entire leadership there, um, their entire reason that they have any impetus right now is their tie to the director of the organization who's leaving in four months. They will have no backing when that person leaves, right? Like know that as you're walking in, right? That should be part of your part of your calculation. All right. So with that, what is the best advice you got when you were making a transition and how do you continue or what advice do you give to others when they come ask for you? And this time we're going to start with Kim. Okay. Some of this may sound familiar because I have talked to Patty about this topic, um, <laughs> as well as Kim Walton, who's sitting in the room. But um, I actually wrote a few things down because I think it's important. And just as a person who lives in the training world, a lot of this stuff just doesn't exist in the training environment. You know, you get a lot of emails about retirement, but many times it's just, what are you going to do after you stop working? You know, and how do you mentally plan for that or financially, right? What to do with your pension plan? But I think this piece is something that's not really out there. So I'm very happy we're having the conversation today. Because I'm learning a lot. So thank you. Um, so number one, I think put yourself out there. We're doing it today. Put yourself out there. You know, everybody I think wants to get that call, like, you know, Mary Ellen got out of the blue to say, hey, we know you're an attorney. We know you've been in government. <laughs> you know, you want to be somebody that somebody thinks of when they have an opening. And you can't do that if you're just sitting at your desk every day at home or at work, right? So go to stuff, network, meet people. I think it's critically important. Um, I think uh, don't burn your Rolodex. And I mean, Rolodex, that's data, right? We don't have that anymore, but don't, um, but everybody still knows what it means. <laughs> Maybe not our kids, but um, yeah, I think I know what I have said is that I will never be that person that calls my friends in government, right? 
Um, because I think people feel uncomfortable doing that. I'm telling you, you can call me. I'm in government. I'm always going to take someone's call. I like helping people that have moved out because eventually I'm going to be moving out. Right. So, um, you know, keep your contacts because you never know when you're going to use them. And I think feel more comfortable about it. Just knowing as somebody who gets a fair amount of calls, I don't mind. I like helping the private sector if I can, we can't do what we do without them. So, um, yeah, keep your Rolodex. Um, we talked about risk. I think, um, understand the environment you're going into. So many times I'm in a big government agency. I've got a lot of staff around me. I don't know how to do a PowerPoint. I mean, I could, if I had to Excel, I'm pretty rusty. You know, sometimes depending on the environment, if you're going to a startup, this is all stuff you're going to do yourself. I've seen this firsthand by a lot of my friends to say, I wish I had somebody to help me with this. And sometimes you might not. So I think just under, if that's, that's what it is. And you're willing to take that on. Um, I think it's just important to know ahead of time. Um, so you're not surprised. Um, and then I think, um, you know, do the things well that you did in your last job and be aggressive. Like, I think you can be that same person. It doesn't have to mean that, you know, because you did something in, in government a certain way, um, that it doesn't translate. Cause I think it does. I think the things that you're good at in government or in your current job are going to translate to your next job. And I think sometimes we don't feel that way. I think as a government employee, I know, and I've talked to Kim and Patty about this, I don't always understand my value in the private sector. But the more I get out there and people know that I understand how to, uh, how the government, how to work with the government on contracts and training and resources, it's powerful. So I think knowing that you do have a lot to give, even if it, you don't feel like it is important. And I'll stop because Tiffany. So I have, I have a few, few different thoughts on, on this. And I loved everything that you said. Um, I think one of the things that I think is great when you go into a new role, and this was advice given to me, and, and I think it's really important is around branding. So when you go into a new role, you can create a new you and you can leave behind maybe some of the baggage that's followed you, or you can say, Hey, these are the things that I want to focus on and create maybe a new version of yourself. This is a clean break and often an opportunity for you to harness some really good things about yourself, some dreams, some aspirations. Maybe you might've been known in your old job for being like the super writer. Maybe you don't want to write anymore. Maybe you just want to <laughs> do public speaking. I don't know what your options are, but that's one, one thing. The second thing, and I've seen this firsthand and also experienced it when I went to National Science Foundation is there's a lot of times very different cultures between different organizations. I see sometimes people are like bull in a china shop. The new guy shows up and oh my gosh, they never spent five minutes understanding the environment they're working in, building any friends to help give them that feedback like, hey, we don't do that here. Or, you know, thinking about, you know, how to people watch what's going on because they might forget that everyone is also watching them, right? And so it kind of goes back to how do you want to show up and do you want to be a big listener um, at the first, you know, so many days and then actually start to participate more actively? Or are you going to kind of show up without having the context? I think that's a really, really important point is you're kind of moving in, in between environments. Um, and, and the one thing that I've always tried to do when new people come in is be their friend and say, hey, you know, I'm here. If you have any questions, please, please ask me. I think it was really helpful when I went to NSF that people were very kind to me like that in a very safe environment. So I think that, you know, as new people come to Intel, I offer that um, regularly. And I also get a lot out of it. It's a different kind of mentorship. You're not mentoring them for a skill. 
you're doing environmental mentorship. And as people move forward in their careers, I can't tell you how many people later on said, wow, you're the only person who reached out to me to be a buddy. And so I think that's that's the other piece. It's not only about your transition, it's around how you can create an environment to help somebody else transition because it's a two-way street. You both give and get a lot. So those are some of the, the top things when I think about transitioning. You know, there's different seasons in your life. We talked a little bit about this already, but I think that as you're starting to look across these transitions, it's important about, you know, overall how you show up. And so that's kind of the theme that I'd like to leave you all with. Yeah, I, I think um, these are all, all great tips. I, talking about the listening piece, when I came in to, to be chief privacy officer, DHS was six years old. It was pretty, pretty new, pretty new. Remember, Kim? <laughs> and um, and I was like, I'm going to change it. I have a list. I have these 16 things I'm going to get accomplished in the first 90 days. <laughs> and then I took a beat. And, and at least I paid attention. I was like, uh, I'm just going to listen. I'm going to I'm going to see Kim Walton. I'm going to see Peter Pietro. I'm going to go around and I'm going to like hear what's happening. And that I don't know if you noticed that it's not really my nature. <laughs> I'm kind of more lean-in person. But I did take a pause and, and I did do this kind of listening tour. And then I talked to my staff and I said, hey, you guys, let's talk about a strategic plan. Let's go and do this and engage them to bring them into the process and to really say, what are the priorities? And, you know, um, you know, what looks like on the outside is different than what's really happening on the inside. We all we all know that when uh, when when uh, stories come out and figure out kind of what the structure is and having people buy in, having people come along and having you come along. Right. Is really important as you transition. So I think that that's really crucial. And I never did get all 16 done. But I got pretty much everything I wanted, you know, like kind of the the uh, 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 developing the structure of the department or of the office within the first year. And that's not bad in government. That's pretty good. But the other thing I'd say on a couple of different of these things is um, to be intentional about something. Right. So and also be your authentic self. I am an extrovert. I know that surprises <laughs> all of you. And I am great at networking and I'm great at keeping up connections and I'm great at seeing people and I'm great at doing all that sort of stuff. Some of you aren't. Some of you are introverts. But think about the way that you connect with people and think about the way that you keep those relationships going. So I'm going to go and be like, hey, what's going on? And you're not going to do that necessarily. But think about, again, how to keep those relationships that matter um, for you. But I'd also, what I would say is look for um, I'm trying to be very intentional right now in looking to promote and hire and work with women and just being very conscious of it. And I'm not it's not token. It's not, hey, you know, because you're a woman, I'm going to hire you. But I'm going to be intentional about looking for that and just say, uh, because you guys, guys are really good at this. Guys are really good at being intentional. They're really good at putting themselves out there. They're really good at promoting themselves. We are terrible at it, women. We are terrible <laughs> at promoting ourselves. It is hilarious how bad we are at this. And I, me too. Like I was, I was applying for something and my boss was like, who is this junior person who submitted this application? Because that's not anything you do every day. And I was like, right. But, but be intentional about promoting yourself too and putting yourself out there and, and saying, I would like to take a chance. So I have this uh, position. Uh, I have a Homeland Security um, investigator, special agent who is in, in the deputy's office right now. And I had two very nice, very good, very excellent white men who were said, hey, you know, you should you should hire Shane. OK, great. I hire Shane for six months. You should hire John. OK, I'll hire John for six months. I said, 
I would like a woman to present. I would like to have them compete. And the Latina was the best by far of all three. <laughs> and, and that's it. Like, listen, I love those guys. They're great. But also I was like, I would like to see a woman to be presented to me. And I had actually a whole panoply and just ask the question. What do we got? Again, I'm not looking for token. I'm looking for giving opportunities for others so that we can all be intentional and we can all move forward. Um, normally, I like to finish off with a, a, a session where I'm just going to do popcorn round, not long questions. I want you to just quickly throw out what worries you most about a transition, a career transition. Just just yell it out. Failure. 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 I'm sorry. More work. More work. <laughs> Next one. Grass is browner on this. Grass is browner. <laughs> it was not a good move. I like that one. Others? Money. Money. Feeling like the work where you are isn't done. Training. Training. Any more? Yeah, yes. new relationships. Yes. Yeah, losing your lunch buddies. Um, flip side, what excites you most about the idea of a career transition? New challenge. Learn something new. More money. <laughs> <laughs> Others? Bringing something new. Bringing something new to the position. Expand your network. I like those. Very, very cool. Um, so with that, uh, recognizing we are just about a time, I, I would like um, to be able to just say uh, how much I've enjoyed talking with all of these wonderful people today. Um, and just I want to echo something I think that you've also heard as a theme throughout, which is um, don't be scared to have these topics. Don't be scared to have these conversations. Look for ways to be there for your friends, your colleagues, your staff when they want to say, I think it might be time for me to look for something new. Help them. Uh, I know when I was early in my career, um, the whole idea of going to another woman and making it look like it was just because it was another woman was really hard. Uh, later on in my career, I was like, anybody, just come to me. I'll tell you the good, bad, and the ugly about transition change. You want me to help you introduce somebody? Anybody. Come forward. Find ways to be that ally across the board. Find ways to help promote re and show really good behavior. Because frankly, having it's amazing what dividends it pays off both for that person and frankly for yourself. With that, thank you all. Really appreciated the time. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow HSDF the podcast on every major podcast platform. Visit hsdf.org to learn more about the Homeland Security and Defense Forum and HSDF the podcast. Hey.